Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah Eshu Mas Parakud Aleph, Mishnah Aleph, and Mishnah Beis. And today's Mishnahs are being learned: Lili Nishmas Mars Miriam Sarah Basar Yaakov Meisha Her Nishal Mishnah Avin Aliyah and Bischos Rochav Basar Gitol and Daniel Yezbern Spari Rochav They should be benched with Zerusha Kayama Bekar of Mamish. So now we're going to be talking about the Isser to ruin Truma. We know that Truma has to be eaten. We're not allowed to do anything else with it besides eat it. And besides for that, we have to make sure not to ruin it. So Mishnah Aleph says. No taking Dvela, which is like a fig cake, Gregoris is dried figs, and no putting them inside Murius, which is fish fat. And why not? Because it ruins these figs. Now, back in the day, they used to eat fish fat. It was like a dip. They would take their challah, dip it in the fish fat. It was probably very tasty. Now, sometimes they wanted to flavor their fish fat and give it some other sort of flavor besides for just the plain old fish flavor. What would they do? They would take figs, soak it inside this fish fat, then take the figs out, squeeze whatever's inside the figs back into the fish fat. Now it's been infused with delicious fig flavor, and then they would take the figs and throw them out. Well, that's ruining the figs because they're not eating the figs. So no doing that with truma figs. However, says the Mishnah, he is allowed to take wine of truma and put it into this fish fat. That's because the wine stays there and the wine is going to be eaten. It's not going to be thrown out. Another similar halacha, no perfuming oil, no taking spices and different aromatic plants that are truma and placing them in oil to give it a good smell because eventually these spices are going to be taken out and thrown away. So truma is getting ruined. But he is allowed to make spiced wine, honey and pepper, and put it inside wine and make it into this yummy spiced wine drink. So he's allowed to flavor this wine with truma spices and things like that because he's going to end up drinking it. It's not going to be thrown out. Another halacha. No cooking truma wine. Because it reduces the wine. You know that if you cook a pot of water, so slowly but surely the water evaporates. Same thing with wine. When you're cooking wine, the wine is going to evaporate. And that means that some of your truma wine is evaporating, and that's ruining the truma wine, so no cooking truma wine. Rabbi Huda Mate, Rabbi Huda allows to cook truma wine because it improves the wine. The wine is better after it's cooked. Why is that? Reason being, because cooked wine lasts longer than non-cooked wine. So Behuda holds, since he's making the wine better, he's allowed to cook his truma wine. Moving on to Mishnah Bays, now we're going to talk about truma juice. Dvash tamarim, date honey, v'yein tapuchim, and apple wine, v'chaimetz sisvaniyos, and vinegar made from winter grapes. Winter grapes were not very tasty, but they made a really good vinegar. So we have this vinegar from the winter grapes. Ushar call my parasol truma, or any other sort of juices that come from truma fruit. Rebel Yezer Mechaev Karen Vachaimesh. Rebel Yezer is Mechaev a person who eats them to pay a Karen and a Chaimesh. Rebbe Yeshua Paiter, Rebbe Yeshua Paters him. What's the Mechlekes over here? Rebel Yezer holds the juice that comes from Truma fruit is considered like the actual Truma, and therefore, if a person eats it by accident, he has to pay both a Karen and a Chaimesh. Whereas Rebbe Yeshua holds that since it's just the juice, and it's not the actual fruit itself, so he only has to pay a Karen, but he doesn't have to pay the Chaimesh. That's what the Mishnah means by Rabbi Shua Paiter. Rabbi Shua Paters him from the Chaimesh, but he still has to pay the Karen. Now, Rabbi Yezer Metame Mishumashke. Rabbi Yezer says that all sorts of juices can become Tame or they can transmit Tama just like a regular liquid. Now, we've already learned before earlier in the Masechta that there are seven different liquids that the Chachamim say have halachic status of being a liquid. And there's many different halachas of Toma and Tara that are relevant to something being a halachic liquid. 
Now, what are those liquids? We said that there's this really cool mnemonic. There's this really cool Rashi Tevis, which is Yad Shochat Dam. What's Yad Shochat Dam? That's Yayin, Dam, Shemen, Cholov, Tal, Dvash, and Mayim. Wine, blood, olive oil, milk, dew, bee honey, and water. What Rebel Yezer is saying is that all sorts of liquids, not only the ones we just mentioned, but all sorts of liquids and juices are considered halachic liquids when it comes to Tome and Tara. Noam Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Yeshua said, The Chachamim didn't count seven halachic liquids like a spice person displays his wares. When the guy walks through the marketplace and he announces that he has spices to sell, he says, I got pepper and salt and garlic and onion powder and paprika, but he's not going to mention all of his spices. Rabbi Yeshua is saying the Chachamim aren't like that. It's not like they mentioned seven different types of liquids, but they left out a whole bunch of other ones. Ella Amru, they said, Sheva Mashkin Tmeim, there are seven different liquids that have halachic tomentara status, Ushar Kal Mashkin Tyron. But all other liquids, like all these fruit juices that you were talking about, they're all Tahar, which means they do not fit into this category of Mashkin Tmeim. They're not considered halachic liquids, and the halachas like Rabbi Yeshua. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Gimel and Dalid. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.